Today is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian podcast, The Dark Ages. So, who knows how long this wilderness journey will continue where non-Christians and people with questions about Christianity can find us, but in the meantime, we just shoot the breeze of the topics of today and focus on as much religion as we can with the core group of Christians who are already believers. So, today is not any different. We uh, get back into, uh, we talk about Marvel and Disney, <laughs> we talk about uh, different COVID data, and we, we mix spirituality in there with it. We get into the Israeli-Gaza conflict more and more, more updates from it. Uh, we talk about the newest activity, the newest things, uh, get a couple different perspectives, different viewpoints, and what else do we do? Um, oh, abortion porn. Apparently that's a thing going around on the internet, so... Stay tuned for that and have your vomit bag ready. Um, anyways, in the interim, while we continue to to uh, trek through the uh, the sands of time and this dark age exile we have, um, if anyone has a better platform to try where people can actually find rooms that they would like to ask questions in and talk to people, shoot us your best uh, ideas. Hopefully Clubhouse will realize the error of their ways and at some point fix this nonsense so we can go back to getting random people from different parts of the world. Um, anyways, until then, um, thanks for your support. Check out the Ask a Christian store, grab a t-shirt, support this podcast, um, especially now, and, um, check out the Ask a Christian book on Amazon and share these links. Enjoy your day. You know, just uh, over here being my robot self, doing robot stuff. And I'm not saying I need you to function, but I mean, you know. What I'm doing right now is cleaning out the trunk of my car so I can take it over to get detailed because I have my anniversary this weekend with my wife. Do you leave more bodies in it again? No, it's like, let's see, eat a cord and a small kitchen printer for a restaurant and my toolkit for working on computers and a book about Jan Hus. Wait, so why are you cleaning out your trunk specifically because it's your anniversary? Because if I'm going to pay $250 to some dude to like really radically clean my car and vacuum every surface and pull every piece of carpeting out and shampoo it, then I want to get all the crap out of it. Ah, okay, I got it. So it's to have a nice clean car to take your wife around and not that you needed the trunk for something. No, I mean, it's not like my car is terrible. 95% of people, um, you know, but I want it to be completely cleared out. There's a 12-inch Ethernet cable in here that's got to go. And this book about Jan Hus and a couple of brackets. Well, I don't know. So, I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't think you'd do something like, you know, sometimes couples that have been married for a long time want some excitement. So, I mean, I, I didn't think it would be you and your wife who are like, hey, let's spice things up. Let's go like murder a hobo and throw him in our trunk. Um, but, you know, just wanted to throw it out there. Birdie, what's up, Birdie? Good morning. Hey, Nate, this is actually Felix. I'm just going under an alias for, for my safety. <laughs> wow, you've been in Clubhouse a week and you're already unsafe. That, that takes longer than some. no. <laughs> It's not that I'm unsafe. It's just taking precautions, uh, given the different people I've been talking with. I was like, oh, it was brought to my attention as like, if you're not careful, 
people can people can find you. Um, Anyone said that they want to meet you in the field of battle yet? <laughs> no. Um, there has been this thing where it's like, in my opinion, I'm not saying anything outlandish or anything giving away of my stance on anything, but it's just like it's typically like I'm randomly kicked from the uh, from the Muslim groups, like the <laughs> Muslim. Group. But it's just like I I didn't say anything Christian related. I didn't say it's just like they ask a question and then out of nowhere you've been removed, and it's just like all right. <laughs> but then they invite me the next day, and I'm just like, what is this? That's uh, been following more Israel news too. It just keeps getting crazier. Did you read about the guy who escaped his captors in Gaza and was trying to get back to the Israeli border for four days? Which, man, I didn't realize. I guess you get lost in Gaza, but lost in Gaza sounds like a sounds like a John Hughes film. Um, but uh, he got recaptured by Gazan civilians who found him. And they turned him back into Hamas. Wait, you mean they weren't peaceful and loving and didn't like give him a warm bed and a nice meal? That's not what happened. But they're civilians, Chris. They're not. They're not combatants. They're civilians. So good, right? I mean, so I have a, I have a controversial question. Sure. Can you top this? Yeah, it's it's kind yeah, of along the same ahead. subjects. Why do you why do you guys think that people can't understand? where people come from like okay so from my my viewpoint right it's like they they attacked israel they poked the bear and then they began to cry about it about the responses why don't you why do you think that they struggle people when you discuss things like why do you think people struggle to understand it's just like hey we don't want to see people die but it's also just the fact that you literally, you literally started a fight you couldn't finish. Um, That's the like oldest thing in the book. It's like you know, a bully starts a fight, gets beat up, and then cries that he's being bullied. Um, but spiritually speaking, I'd say it's uh, you know eighty percent that, twenty percent demons. Eighty <laughs> percent what? Or twenty percent what? Eighty percent crying babies that got uh, you know tried to bully someone and got bullied, you know, got like beat back. Um, you know, add hardness of heart, uh, you know, their own agenda, and then right. you know, leave a little room for demons. <laughs> True. My um, my fiance and I were going back and forth because uh, she was kind of just like, apparently at her workspace, she was just like, yeah, everyone's talking about it, and I feel like I can't talk about it. And I was just like, I mean, you kind of don't need to. I mean, given the given the dialogue that's happened in the past, I was just like, you don't need to bother having discussion it's not like it's going to be groundbreaking and change the war situation um but no it's just i i think what i where it comes down to and asking that question is just like the trying to figure out how to bypass that wall when having discussions with people where it's just like i don't understand how you don't understand at least where i'm coming from it's like it's like there's for me it's just like okay a person can understand where someone's coming from and then still dis disagree and I'm I'm fine with that but there are instances where it's just a wall where like they don't understand where you're coming from and they also they don't agree and it's just it it, it frustrates me to to no end because I'm just like 
I'm trying to do my best to equip you and myself to have this discussion. Um, and it just, yeah. You're describing dealing with brainwashed people in a cult. Well, like how no matter what you say, they're just like, no, 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 wrong, no, wrong. Like they don't entertain reasons. You could put proof like, you know, kind of like atheists sometimes. You could put Jesus right in front of their face doing miracles, raising people to the dead. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm not an atheist anymore. I guess I believe in gods. But, you know, he's doing it by the power of the devil. Like I, I, that would be more likely to happen for some people. Like no matter how much evidence you put in their face, they'll find a way to to twist it or do something that makes them comfortable with it. Right. But yeah, it, it's just, um, I don't know. I, Cause I've like, people are like, Oh, you just have to educate yourself. And I have been, <laughs> and it's not helping. <laughs> like, well, there was the, there was the attempt to like, what was it like five times to have a two state, uh, nation. And it was, it was Palestine who re- rejected it every single time. Well, so it's like, yeah. Cause it's not about that. It's about a group of people that is specifically there to genocide the Jews. That's their only purpose in life. Other life purpose. True. Not to have nice families. It's not to go on vacation. It's not to do well economically. Their only reason for living is to genocide the Jews. When you say they, which group of people are you talking about? The ones you mean everyone in the, in the... who lives in Gaza. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that one. Um, Except let's say like five or ten Gazan Christians. Yeah, no, I mean, so the last election, um, in the disputed elections in Palestine, they voted for Uh independent candidates 71% of the time. So there's an effort to try to get rid of the two-part Hamas and the other, but there aren't normally alternatives. So... I'm not going to agree with that statement, Chris. But now everyone who voted against Hamas is now dead. So, is that is that yeah. the case though? Are were they executed for not voting for Hamas? I actually don't uh, yeah. know that. That was just me being snarky. I mean, yeah, there, there was a there was a whole uprising, and they they executed a whole lot of people. Um, I mean, have you seen the latest statistics? The latest taken bio West Bank firm that told Gazans about their feelings about October 7th, CEO? I'm going to guess about 62% agreed. What was the number? 91% agreed with genociding the Jews. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, So and so that that's, that's what was interesting and what I was seeing, because it was like... I don't know if you guys have ever messed with TikTok, but like it's typically from the voice of individuals. And that's what kind of draws people to TikTok because the algorithm lets people who are just common folks have a voice also on a platform that has a lot of things going on. And it's just like when you pivot over to like that Palestine stuff, it's like not even just the videos being made, but the people in the comments. It's like you never see a person who's just like, I just want this war to end. I just want to reconcile with with Israel so that we can have a two-state thing. It's more of like like you can scroll down like hundreds of comments on each video for like the last two months. Or it's it's just kind of like 
we want to see Israeli babies get their heads bashed on rocks. And it's just yeah, like, no, look, I, I, I give Israel like an A minus for how they're handling this. I think that yeah, I don't, I don't. So overall, yeah. In my in my honest opinion, I don't think Israel is handling it the best. Um, but like, okay, so to, to, like, here's what I here's what I think. Like, in the beginning, they had a right to to counterstrike, but now it's like people are like, well, you keep going. But it's like they need to be proactive to stop the missiles from continuing because, I mean, you only have like, what is it like a one missile is like a whole lot of money. And it's just like you only have so much resources and you don't know how much they're dealing with. So it's just like if you exhaust all your resources without actually having a counter move and you're staying on the defensive, it's going to get bad for your people. So it's like if Hamas would stop, I think Israel would be like, okay, are we ready to talk now? Um, and it's just like, I just think like, like for, for example, like how they could have, you have to understand Hamas doesn't want to talk. The only goal they have is all the Jews dead, no matter what, literally they will never talk. They will never surrender. They will never stop. They will never, ever come to the table. Their only thing, their only goal in their entire life is to kill as many Jews as they can. Well, there's only life goal. We cannot understand that because we have multiple life goals. But their only goal goal is martyrdom and death. And they raise their children for martyrdom and death. Well, there's there's another goal, too, Chris, which is to turn world opinion against Israel, right? And a lot of the reason why this October 7th happened was look at how many peace treaties were being signed. UAE, Saudi. So, like, there was actually progress and higher world opinion of Israel and things were going in the right direction. They did this attack because they knew it would cause Israel to retaliate and they were hoping that they could use some of that as propaganda. And Hamas purposely hides within hospitals and all this and that so that civilians die. So they use this as a propaganda play because their other objective is to turn world opinion against Israel. Right. I just think I just think the ceasefire is a stupid idea. Like the two state solution is not going to work. Like they've, like you said, they've tried and failed so many times. It's not happening. They don't want it. So Israel needs to, to own Gaza, like just own it, occupy it. Like the hardest core it's ever been occupied. If, you know, not saying kill all the Gazans, but you know, if someone lifts a knife and tries to stab you or a gun or a rocket, then they probably got to be stopped from doing that, but they should not let them govern themselves. Like that's been tried. Like, might makes right, or, you know, might makes the way things are. So stop playing nice. You've done it for 70 years. Take over your entire borders, everything in them. Yeah, I I see that as a solution, but then it becomes into the whole thing of, like, the people be like, oh, now they're definitely colonizers, right? They, they'd be like, they'd be like, the, the name game would be withdrawn around, and then they wouldn't have a counter for it. I would sleep so nice at night <laughs> having people call me that. I mean, yeah, well, whatever, me, bro. Well, Nate, let you me can call you. me colonizer because no one's shooting rockets at me and my family. Well, Nate, let me let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the federal government should have occupied Alabama and Mississippi indefinitely after the Civil War? Um, well, let me just say, if it was apples to apples and uh, Alabama and whatever else you said was constantly, uh, you know, 
crossing the borders, raping, murdering, killing babies, like, you know, destroying buildings, like shooting heavy artillery in, then, uh, yeah, I mean, you got to stop it. So at some some point, if people don't want peace, you can't let them govern themselves because an unpeaceful government is not going to have peace with you. So, yeah. And at this point, you know, the federal government's basically done that to all 50 states. So, you know, we're living in occupied land. CEO, what's your what's your opinion on where do you think things should go for for that nation? I know I know Nate and Chris have shared their their perspective, but what's your where do you think things should go? Yeah, from the river I mean, to the sea. The am I right? Thing, the same thing that oh. helped Dubai become a peaceful city and UAE a peaceful country, and that's helping Saudi become a more peaceful player. Capitalism. Economic development, develop Gaza, turn it into a little capitalist hotspot where tourists can go to and there's an economy that's thriving. Develop it more. True. Yeah, didn't mean to to bring that up if people were kind of annoyed at that conversation, but I was just curious because I just don't know how to think about it anymore. Sorry, I'm back. I was dropping my car off for that detail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't two fifty though. It was three and a quarter. Jeez. Are man. you riding your bike home or? <clears throat> oh no, I only live like a block from the detail place, so I'm just oh. walking home. Oh, that's nice. If you guys had to pick, like, if you could choose wherever. To live, would you choose to live suburb or rural? Rural. I mean, I don't want to be too far from an Applebee's, but <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's. Nate, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to live outside of Walmart plus delivery area. How about that? So as far as I can, away from the city, um, and still get Walmart delivery. True. Or, if I'm going to go like extreme, yeah, put me in the middle of a nowhere, uh, you know, where I have fresh water and like, you know, like legit farming gardens and stuff. And that would be ideal. But I, I don't know about my capabilities of, you know, producing enough so you, to live on. You said the middle of nowhere, but what about like, what about neighbors? Like, would you want to be able to see your neighbors in the horizon? Or... Oh, yeah, I'd like to be around other people who were exactly like me. Okay. <laughs> That's very inclusive of you, Nate. <laughs> I mean, so you're saying you know, you're saying you wouldn't want CEO as a neighbor, dude? What are we doing here right now? <clears throat> I mean, if he never challenged my thoughts and agreed with everything I said, that'd be great. Oh my god! I mean, it it reminds that me is of so um, boring. <laughs> it reminds me I of mean, the th- council of like Rick and Morty. <laughs> There's just a bunch of them. Well, I mean, there's got to be a line, right? Because the right answer is, oh, we want to be challenged. We want our ideas to be challenged. Like, all we want to do is be challenged every waking moment. Uh, that, that's the right answer, right? That's the one you're supposed to say. But in reality, it's like, come on. Okay, if, if you're wrong about something and someone makes a really good argument, it's like, oh, ah, wow, I have been enriched and grown as a person. Thank you for showing that and correcting me. But if, if someone challenges, like, everything you say, it's like, no, that's wrong. No, that's wrong. Here's why. No, you're wrong on that. You're wrong on that. No, you're wrong on that. You're, you know, you're, 
I am not so terrible of a person that I'm wrong in 99% of my decisions. So to live with someone that's like constantly challenging you, no, I don't want to live near that person. I don't care how challenging you are. You are married, they are. right? I know, and it's awful. I already have one. I don't need any more. Love you, love you, honey. Yeah, I know, right? I've I've got it. Like I've already got one of those. I can't get away with it. I can't get away from it. Uh, so so I certainly don't want to have neighbors that are like that. Like you know, let's have neighbors that have like good discussion and stuff like that. They're like, no, you're wrong. Here's why. You're wrong. Here's why. You're ah, it's like flashbacks. If you had a, if you had a cloning device and you like you had a whole community just of versions of Nate, like let's say the same version, they're like not variations, like they're actually clones. They have your memories. They have your personality. How do you think that would play out? Like you have at least a know, population of a thousand. They would meet each other on the field of battle. <laughs> well, yeah, because if they're just there like can yeah, be I, only one. Yeah, I think it'd be a bunch like a, like Highlander. Yeah, I need a bunch of people who who um you know want to be ruled over. <laughs> oh, see the great boy. thing, Nate, is like, but you do like people to challenge you because in the last year, I've gotten you like seventy five percent over to Calvinism. Oh my gosh, it's been great. And I mean, by well, the way, was, I mean, um, you know, I ask you, a Christian, like, all we do is get challenged here. So it's not like, you know, I have an aversion to challenge or something like that. But I mean, you know, for my downtime, for whenever I just want to, like, you know, hang out and have a nice little peaceful life. No, I don't want to have to have my guard up and just be ready to, like, defend everything that comes out of my mouth. Like, it'd be nice to be like, can you please pass the salt? Actually, technically, salt comes from the blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Just pass the thing. Did you mean sodium chloride? <laughs> You know the right concentration it can kill you in the right today. You know the right concentration I can kill you. You know, with love and stuff. Kindness. I mean we, we do uh, the the whole bunch of Nate sounds like the current plot of the Marvel movies where these kings from different universes yeah. got mm -hmm. together, they played nice, and then they created a multiversal war and almost destroyed all of existence. So maybe not all Nates would be good. No, no, I feel I like I, CEO would be a good replacement for the actor who played Kang since like he's going to prison or something. Actor who played Kang is going to prison? He's not going to prison, Chris. I don't know if you read all the details about that, but it, it's been proven that she like made up the story and they, they've got the you know police exaggerate coached her into saying things. I don't think he's done that. Oh. I mean, I, I you know, it's not something I, you know, keep up on, you know, on a regular basis. You know, I just, I read something somewhere that he was in big trouble and that Disney was walking away from him and they're having to rethink uh, phase, whatever the heck it is. Well, I'm hoping they don't make the same mistake they did with Johnny B, you know, because they kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one. With who? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. You know, oh, Amber Heard who pooped, pooped the bed. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't done that, really? Though, I mean, come that's on. hilarious. I mean, Are we really going to criticize the also... woman for something all of us have done? Come on. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they also might be using it as cover because I'm not sure if they like the direction of the story currently. So they just might use it as cover to replace some more, move on because it, it has gotten a lot of criticism. Which, which film well, are we talking about? 
the Kang plot for the Avengers right now. The whole Kang. But that. I don't even know who Kang. Who 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 even is Kang? Like, where did Kang come out in like one of the one of the more recent movies? He was in Ant Man and both seasons of Loki. Oh, I didn't watch that. I saw Ant Man though. But Loki is basically carrying Disney right now. It is. He's carrying the Marvel right now, like, cause I don't know what I don't know what Disney's doing with the other Marvel movies. They're going super good? left. It's actually, fantastic. I think so. Both seasons are fantastic. It's probably one. It's one of the best things Marvel has ever done. Really? For real. The problem, and that's saying a lot. The problem with Marvel is they're just doing a bunch of things people don't care about, and they're just pumping. They're pumping it with things that people also don't care about. Well, it, it's ironic, though, right? Because, like, the biggest criticism of them previously was, oh, they have a formula, they give us the same thing. But they did try to innovate, and they've been slapped out of it. And so their next set of movies are all the kind of big hitters, Deadpool and Fantastic Four, and we're going back to Thor and Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. So we're, we're going to go back to the biggest brands because um, this whole innovation thing did not work out. Well, I mean, it's not just like it's because they kowtow to the woke mob. That's what. Happens. Yeah, it's not just because it's like you know some off off the beaten path like superhero, or it's like even three chick superheroes. It's because like yeah, all the other chick, all the other things about it. Like it's not just like oh, three strong independent women, blah blah blah. It's like all kinds of like woke BS on top of it. Right, because people somehow think that we never had strong female characters in the past, but you have. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, but Marvel doesn't have any wokeness to it at all. Like zero. There's no wokeness to it at all. You could you could say She-Hawk. You know, She-Hawk. You could say had wokeness and a bunch of other stuff. But the Marvels does not. It's just a movie. You need to watch some Gary Beegler and some Nerd Roddick. Wait, wasn't that wasn't there a line like I haven't seen I haven't seen it, but I'm about to give you one. So here's one I've heard. Um, I, I guess this will go into what what do you qualify as woke? But you know something I've heard. I Wait, was myself, CEO being sarcastic? Was he trolling? I don't know. We're about we're about to find no, out. No, tell me what was the in Okay, so I am told uh, <laughs> that somewhere in this in this movie, it's like the the two or three girls are together, and like the, the black one, or maybe they're all black. I don't know, but like one of the black girls um, is is asked something about where the source of her like superhero power comes from, and she's like, "It's that black girl energy," and and. I'm told that is the whole reason for this power she that then uses. Did not oh no, that, did that didn't happen. happen. So that what is, it was? Does was anyone stupid... know what I'm talking about? And can you explain that more fully? Yeah, so it was some stupid phrase where like she was struggling, and then like they made um they've like reduced what's his name uh one eye patch man I forgot his Nick name Fury he said yeah. <laughs> he said black girl magic. That's what. Yeah, happened. he's like activate he your black girl magic, her. and then he was, it was just she a did. Joke. It was a joke. Yeah. yeah, but okay, I'm not I'm not bothered by the joke. I'm I'm bothered by how they've treated him as a character. Not just not just in this in this movie because it wasn't even as bad. Don't say the name of the show. Don't say the name of the show. Don't say it. Don't say it. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, we're not allowed to talk about that. We're not allowed. What are we? I want to know what we're talking about. Okay, Bertie, go and say it. I'm gonna cover my ears. It's it's um. The secret invasions, that garbage. Yeah, I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. Now, now, Nate, never watch this show, no matter what. Unless you just decide you absolutely hate yourself, don't ever watch Secret Invasion. 
It's like they can't have strong male characters alongside their attempt to make strong female characters. Okay, so I will say I found that apparently there is a 10-minute clip of Ben Shapiro reacting to the Marvels. So, uh... Chris, mute your mic! (laughs) Oh, sorry, I'm making soda stream. No, you're not, you're peeing! Um, anyway, uh, CEO, you can Google, uh, why are the Marvels woke? And, uh, there's like a 10-minute clip of Ben Shapiro, so I... I I just want one line, though. Well, that's what I'm saying! I haven't seen the movie, but I imagine he'll be like, Oh, they just said this. Here's why it's woke. Like, I, I just imagine that's how it's going to go. Like, I'm sure he will give you, um, you know, what you were asking for. So, in my opinion, the Marvels isn't as woke as I thought it was going to be. It's just bland. That's really what it is. Yeah, I've heard that now, same thing. There was actually a positive you. review on Babylon D of the Marvels. And the guy was like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now, but it is not a bad movie, and it's not woke. Um, and it's so... But it's just boring. So what? Uh, but like, there's a whole bunch. Like, Apostle is about to come out of his skin to tell us all of the woke <laughs> storylines from Marvel. I think we, and, and since he is the expert, and I'm only peripherally interested in these things, I think we should give um, Apostle Marquis the floor. What up, Chris? Thanks for the, the segue and the uh, <laughs> and the high five. Uh, no, so I, I definitely would say it is. So I haven't seen the Marvels, but just generally speaking, like after the snap, that's probably like Iron We're Man sacrifice. We're asking for evidence of wokeness in the Marvels. Do you have any yes right. or no? He hasn't oh, seen the Marvels. So, <laughs> then Wait, why so you're is he about... saying it's woke? He said he said Marvel, like the, the whole Marvel. I said Marvel, not the Marvels. Oh, I said I haven't it. seen okay, the Marvels, okay, okay. like okay, got it, the got it. movie about the different Marvels, Captain Marvel and then the other Marvel characters. I'm talking about the the franchise as a whole. So after the snap, what you end up seeing is a progressive emasculation of all of the male characters who basically are casted in some way or at least typecasted as the source of all the problems um even in yeah maybe loki doesn't do it as much but when you look at the other ones right you look at the second black panther um the male is the issue female heroine no problem there it's not a problem to have the a male, male is the guy. issue in black panther what are you talking about black name more second black panther name more oh the second black Second Black right, Panther was yeah, awful. but Namor, but Namor was just a great villain. He was a villain. A that's what I said. It's not a problem of being the villain. He was a wonderful example of masculinity. What are you talking sure. about? Sure, he, he was absolutely a wonderful example of masculinity. But the problem is, so so all of the masculine characteristics of him, like defending his country against the the oppressors and the and the, the you know the people who like were trying to basically genocide his people. All of that is typecasted as he's evil, he's a tyrant, he's a warlord. So all of those sort of literally that's not the case. Like I don't I don't know anyone who said Namor is a toxic male. I definitely yeah. Namor Namor's Namor's not evil. He's in the comics. He's he's neutral. Oh, I'm with Chris. I don't care anymore either. CEO, just up your Disney Plus subscription and let's move on. CEO, what I would suggest, go watch uh, Gary Beegler uh, on Nerdrotic. So the only exposure I get is a couple of these YouTubers that I find very funny. 
he's really funny. He's very charming. He owned a comic book store for like 20 years before comic books pretty much put him out of business. Now he's a rich YouTuber. He does this thing called Friday Night Tights, where they talk about superheroes and all this stuff with like 20 other um, YouTubers that talk about this stuff. And he coined the phrase the M She You. So it's, no, it's I understand pretty that. funny. I'm, all, I'm only so passionate about it because I have some insider details here. And what I can tell you is that Bob Iger actually generally agrees with you all and that and that Marvel is not going and Disney in, in general isn't going to be as as woke because they've suffered financially. Elemental was a big hit to them, was a big hit on them. And they actually took a scene out of the Marvels where Carol Davers and um, whatchamacallit Valkyrie were going to kiss because they they thought that would be an issue with the audience. And so they are actually going to be downsizing that because they've seen it hit for pockets. Well, good on them because that, that's, that's I'll the believe it when I, I see it. To. I was going to say, uh, what's, what's, what's her name? Shuri. They're definitely setting her up to be a lesbian character with her friend, the Ironheart. That's definitely, there was so much innuendo. So it's like, in addition to, you know, Namor's character being, you know, like all of the stuff that he's he's doing is seen to be ruthless, you know, and, you know, there's that masculine protection there that's being typecasted as evil or in some, some sense that way. I know not the comics, but in the movie. But in addition to that, sure, even the way she dressed, the way she had her hair, the way she carried herself, the entire character was basically overhauled to make her basically set up for a lesbian and i'm pretty sure that's where they were going so it was like there there's there's that piece there's a whole bunch of the other ones thor love and thunder he's all like all kinds of emotionally unstable and then you have you know the uh jane is is wielding the hammer and that's that's relevant to the comics but they never do so to the point of diminishing thor's like strength or awesomeness as a character so it was like the movie just went yeah and we're not bringing the guy back for the fifth one so again they agree with you we're not bringing what's it taki watiti he's not going to do the fifth one i i guess i i don't know i i are we trying to say maybe that uh woke is in the eye of the beholder or is it just that there's a, a certain segment of the population i think i think that, they're i think they're trying to say that even people within the company she hawk was definitely woke so let, let me just because she hawk was all the way deeply woke and i do agree with apostle that they were setting shuri's character up like that but i think we're going to not go forward with that plan now because again Iger has made some really hard pivots in terms of what Disney's going to do with content. I think I think they're trying to articulate that within the uh, within its own com- uh, company, people are realizing that woke isn't the the end all solution. They're backtracking. Oh, you mean a bunch of uh, feminazis on Twitter is not real life? <laughs> is, is that the case? Is that what I'm hearing? Did you guys see this clip? Oh my gosh, Nate. I need to send you this clip. There is this clip on YouTube of these um, girls, ladies. I don't know how to describe them. Um, but apparently they are. They have a podcast and they talk about all kinds of nastiness on their podcast. Um, and I guess that they're also um, porn stars or something. I, I don't know. But 
Um, I didn't get sex very much workers, Chris. Sex workers. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I apologize to all my. Whatever. That sounds worse. Friend. Yeah, so <laughs> that sounds worse. So, um, yeah, it's because it's because they're imprisoned by the male gaze, Kevin, um, or rather <laughs> Felix. Um, you know, they're they're imprisoned by the male gaze, so you know, there's nothing they can do about it. They have no agency. Um, yeah, I do read second and third wave feminist literature, by the way. It's really fun. It's what I do to relax because it makes me laugh so hard. My wife is like, what are you reading? And I'm like, Catherine McKinnon. She's like, just put it down. Just, she just shakes her head and she's like, just put it down. And, um, anyway, she's like, all it does is make, is like make you insufferable for like two days. Every time you read a feminist journal. And I was like, yeah. So anyway, um, so there is this clip that somebody sent me. It's like a minute long where these chicks are talking about like making abortion porn like literal abortion porn excuse me yeah like more kind of twisted thinking yeah exactly like and i'm not it's so graphic like i could never play it on here because i'd be embarrassed to play it but like yeah they're talking about making abort like real for reals like oh, i'll bet you we could do a bunch of money and you know yeah abortion porn and she's like i remember my first abortion and they were just like shouting their abortions and like, I, all this stuff. i mean it was so like priestesses of molech that you're just like how does god like, not strike these people dead instantly how huh i i don't want to wonder but i'm wondering like how how is it porn? Is it like is porn like used as a euphemism? Like it's like mommy, it's like mo- it's like mommy porn. Like you know, for like they'll say like Fifty Shades of Grey. How it's like just descriptive and it's actually not visual porn. It's just like written. Is it like abortion or like food porn? Right? How it's no, they, they, they graphically describe like little baby hands coming out of orifices. Oh, in like a very liberal and loving way, though, right? So it's fine. I suppose. Because if it's liberal and loving, then I guess that'd be all right. I mean, it's like the most, it like, okay. So like, you know, you know, the internet, right? You know, like there's the, there's the internet is just pretty gross, right? (laughs) Everybody knows this. Like this is maybe the grossest, most vile thing that I have ever been exposed to on the internet and people have sent me like just like trying to shock me you know like, oh i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna send this thing this link blindly to the christian guy or whatever you know like and so yeah no it is the most shocking and vile thing on the internet bar and none wh- hands how down. did you and so someone just someone sent you this is how you stumbled across oh, it's going this around in pro-life or... circles yeah it's like going around in pro-life circles like people are like yeah this is this is what we're dealing with because right now there's a discussion about um, in pro-life circles, there's a discussion about getting rid of the pro-life movement because it's pretty much useless um, and starting an abolitionist movement. Cause it's like, think about this. So like, if we're talking like make the analog slavery, right? So it's like, you can have an abolitionist movement for slavery, which, you know, that worked out really well, you know, like, Hey, we had to have a war about it, but abolition for slavery. It wasn't like, we just need to have, less slaves and rarer slaves like that's just not that's just not a thing right like well we just need to make slavery nicer and safe 
and less common. Like, no, no one goes around saying that. That just wasn't even a thing. It was never a thing. It's just dumb. And the same thing with abortion. It's like, we just need to make it safer, less common. Like, what? Like, do you hear yourself saying these things? Um, and so there's an abolitionist movement. And part of that abolitionist movement is what do you do with women who have illegal abortions? And the answer is you prosecute them for murder. That is the actual pro-life stance. And people are like flipping out about it. And they're like, oh, you know, you can't do that. And it's mean and all these other things. And all of them are, you know, all these abortions are coerced by men anyway. And are you going to prosecute the man and like all this other stuff? So like there's a whole discussion about this, you know, that the that I think the pro the pro abortion people are thinking is a clever discussion. I, I don't know. And the, and the answer from the pro-life movement is, yes, you prosecute women who have illegal abortions for murder. Yes, we do that. And then, you know, there's a bunch of Christians who are like, that's not loving and you know, whatever. Well, it, it just has to be um, equal application of the law. So, for instance, are if if a drunk driver hits a pregnant woman and she loses her child, is he being uh, prosecuted for vehicular homicide? In most states, so. the answer is no. No, no. In most states, the answer is no, Nate. So Wait, I'm going to need to verify this because no, I, I, I know he is being prosecuted for homicide. Double homicide. I, I know in the the mother lives. The mother lives. I'm saying just okay. the child dies. Oh, I know in right. some states it's yes. If you say most states are no, can someone figure this out and get some accurate data? Yeah, I'm on it. I like having Felix around. It's good. And, but I mean do you see the do you see the abolitionist argument though, like no one advocated for like let's make slavery less more safe and more rare. Like no one ever argued for that. It's just dumb. And so like the pro life movement is running around talking about murder, which ostensibly is worse than slavery. Um, oh yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I guess I you could debate that. You could say I totally see the argument for it. Took that well, well, perspective though, Chris, because they basically said instead of counting the slaves as a full person. Let's count them as three fifths so that the southern states have less representation. So that is some modification of that argument. And and I agree with it, by the way. Um it's it's better that it was counted as three fifths than a full person because the South did have less representation. Well, I mean, correct. Yeah, it was challenge. because <laughs> Yeah, like the three fifths compromise was literally put in there as a poison pill against slavery. I mean, that was the point of the three-fifths compromise. It wasn't that... It wasn't but that was a compromise, though, is my point. It's a compromise sure. position. It's not an abolitionist, just eliminate all or nothing. It was a compromise position. So there are examples well, of compromised policies as it relates to slavery. That's my point. Chris, are you starting to sure. see my position about being challenged all the time? That's not fun, right? is it? Yeah. Um, but I, I, no, totally no, no, see I... The, I, I totally see the women uh, abolitionist thing, and I think... Yeah, tough rocks. That sucks. But then if they're like, oh, but you know, my uncle, mother, dad, father raped me and all this stuff. Fine. I'm not a monster. Like immediately go to the hospital, get checked out, you know, get taken care of and gobble down some pills like they're Skittles. Like take care of it immediately. So like before you even mm. know, just I no. mean, that's that's where I I don't know. So maybe you're going to get to like some some like Catholic type thing where it's like, you know, if if like some you know, because you, you can't even know if you're pregnant then. But, you know, it's not about do knowledge because God knows and every seed is sacred or something like that. 
But I would say, like, you know, uh, right now I'm con- I could be convinced that that would be fine. It's like, look, no one knows if you're pregnant or not. Uh, you're probably even not. But just to make sure, I don't know, drink hyssop tea or, you know, whatever. Like, don't do it at three months. Do it immediately. I have, uh, that just I have, I have the numbers. Not super bad. Well, what, uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, real fast, Chris, tell me why. Tell me why doing anything to uh, prevent something from taking um, is bad, and I'm a terrible person for thinking that way. Because life begins at conception, and any ending of that life on purpose is an act of murder. <laughs> oh, I guess. You know oh, how okay. Plan B works. The thing right, that Nate is, the thing that Nate is prescribing it also prevents ovulation, which would prevent conception. Right. Well, what else does it do? Uh, if conception has already occurred, it would empty the uterine lining so that the implantation couldn't happen. But he, what he's Correct. saying is that you would go to the hospital and get a rape kit done, which includes Plan B, which would prevent ovulation. So it's like this would. Or if ovulation had already <laughs> occurred and there was already a life, then it would end the life. In like you're, the you're two hours between, like, no, nothing is ever two hours. You know, like, Make and it the two other hours. thing too is a two well, hour limit okay, on but it. again, like, again, here's my thing: is abortion with no exceptions. Period. End of story. Um, you know, is not allowed. And so, what I would say is that, um, like, for instance, on Twitter yesterday, um, and I just read Twitter; I don't ever post, but. On Twitter yesterday, there was a a girl who had been raped at the age of 16, and she was posing for a picture with her teenage daughter that she raised and loves dearly and was basically saying, all of the people that are telling you that you should murder your child if you're raped are wrong. And then people, the ghouls came out and talked about how that child, that teenage child should be killed now because she is a product of rape. Um, could we, okay, you convinced me. I'm, I'm with Chris, totally outlaw abortion under all circumstances, even if it's a hills have eyes scenario. Can we also chain the women to stoves and have them uh, cook for us? Um, but before we go on, uh, Felix has can we, can we teach <laughs> numbers. Them, can we teach them how to cook first? <laughs> Yes, Felix had numbers. Okay, yeah. So um, the number of states that would consider a drunk driver hitting a pregnant woman as a double, a double homicide are 38 states, and then 29 would not consider it. So the majority of states do consider it a double homicide. The following uh, states, the following yeah. states are Alabama, Arkansas, uh, Alabama, Alaska, yeah. Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Illinois. Uh, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, North Carolina, Nor- uh, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, California, partially, what? Maryland, partially, uh, Massachusetts, partially, Montana, partially, Nevada, partially, uh, um, New Hampshire partially, Rhode Island partially, and Washington partially. So there's these partial caveat to is your there, point, is, though. Is there it's, any it's, way? Well, well yeah. I'm, can I, can I'm, I add help, to a statistic? I'm yeah. helping you, I think. Is there any way you can find what CEO actually asked, which is more rare, probably? It's where. 12. It's the, 12 it's where, states, Nate. I looked it up. 12. Where the, 
okay, so where the woman gets uh, in an accident and she doesn't and the die. the baby dies. Yes, 12 okay. states would consider that vehicular homicide. Out of those 38 he mentioned, only 12 would consider it vehicular homicide if okay. the woman lived and the baby died. Okay. Thanks for that. Okay, but out. yeah, it's considered double homicide on those if both of them died. I was kind of surprised uh, to see California up there. CEO is Florida one of those? Is like Florida and Missouri one of those states that consider it if um, the mom lives? Yeah. Oh. Um, let me see. Um, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia. Oh, yes, Florida. Hold on. Uh, Florida, no, is not one of them. Ah. Huh. Sounds like sounds like uh, Governor DeSantis has some work to do. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Florida is one of them. I read this wrong. Sorry, ah, my fault. Ah, we win. Uh, either way, what? New York wasn't even in the partial list. Yeah, what about New York? Did this drink the blood? <laughs> New York wasn't no, anywhere. They're in the partial list. New York's not even on the list Partial at all. birth abortion. I know. <laughs> New York is like, well, you know, we can terminate up to ten months. So. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I, I'm just glad to see. I got thought... that joke. <laughs> we got it. Oh, we we got it. <laughs> you think then? Why didn't you laugh? Oh, my joke. Oh yeah, yeah, it was funny, right? What the partial one? No, the ten month no, limit for abortion. Ten months. All of the the male geniuses in here don't know the gestation period for a woman. It's nine months. Yeah, I get it. It's after after giving birth. I think we yeah. Well, there are people advocating for abortion up to uh, up to four years of age. I think it was in California. I, I mean, mean I, I four doubt, years. I doubt even Cal- yeah. I doubt, I doubt the kids even already going to school. I know. I doubt even California would would do something to pass that. But they were people advocating for it up to four years. I mean, you know, I I I, I often say I, I advocate for abortion of eighteen plus uh, individuals for their right to self abort. If yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, they, uh, I don't know if you all saw that report yesterday, but they said there's been like 32 or 36,000 children who have been born after Roe versus Wade that otherwise wouldn't have. And I, and I thought that was an interesting statistic because, I mean, like, those women technically could have still went to another state or had done something, but it tells you that, like, they kind of wanted to have a kid anyway, just in a normal circumstance. If it was so easily accessible, they would have aborted the child. So I think that's very interesting. Well, in states like mine, termination is the first course of action at any time. So even if you're halfway through a wanted pregnancy and they, you know, I had an ultrasound where it seemed that there was something wrong with my son. And the first option I was consulted on was termination. And I was like, uh, what are my other options? And they were like, oh, well, you could drive an hour and a half to this high risk pregnancy thing, da 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 da. So I'm I sure they labeled it high risk half. too, Steph, didn't they? They made What's it, it? They, said, they said the word high risk too. They oh, yeah, and I'm sure they yeah, exactly. found like, yeah. oh, this is hopeless. Yeah, yeah no, I actually you had to go to a high risk love. hospital, like a, a high risk uh, clinic, right? And in, in the hospital. And so I went there and had a second ultrasound from the high-risk pregnancy doctor, and it turned out everything was fine. But if I hadn't, like, I was initially counseled to terminate. Like, there was no second check. There was no way to, you know, hey, maybe we should just look to be sure. 
Um, but actually, I had that experience twice with two different pregnancies. And so the second time, so, I was less surprised. How, how so, did you not burn the place down on your way out? I know, right? With love. After, after COVID and having worked in the department where we were the people from uh, Maryland making the, the statistics showing about the ratio of people who had COVID, and I was just like, it was weird to like think about it. It was like, you, you write the code, generate the stuff, and it posts on the news weeks later, and you realize that code is fudged. I've been skeptical about like other people who do it because we were instructed by our higher ups. Like they're like, even if a person's on their deathbed and they die, but they had COVID counted as a COVID death. Yes. Um, and I was just like, I don't know if that's the right way to approach it. I was like, we can go more granular. And they're like, no, we don't have time. And it's just like, ever since then, I've just been skeptical about what's deemed high risk. Cause it's just like something can be an outlier and they just throw it in there. Because they don't have anywhere to put it. Well, with the COVID thing, did you look up how many people died of heart attacks or cancer in 2020 in New York? No. Amazing. Nobody. Just incredible. And then it's just like, yeah, during we weren't, COVID, we weren't, heart attacks whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the stats in New York, the official stats that they're so dumb, no one died of a heart attack or of cancer in all of 2020? Uh, so that right. was the that came out of New York City in 2021. So you could you can look that up. Now, I don't know if they've since amended it, yeah. but that got circulated everywhere that, that there were wild. no heart attack or cancer deaths in New York City. And that was, the, that, was the, that was the problem with our data because it was like when you were looking at other aspects of things, you were just like, this is now skewed relative to the pr previous years. But they were just like, just kind of like, like they told us when making analysis, they said, just void this year. Don't count it. Because it's it's skewing everything so far because you counted everything as a COVID death. And it's just like, and it's it's not just it's not just that only. It's like other things where it's just like, so it's like when you're like looking at these statistics, like they need to start providing like their calculations, like how they calculated it, because it's like people can just fudge things. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because like <clears throat> the during COVID, I said we're never going to know the actual effects of COVID for at least 20 years. And people said I was nuts. And I was like, you don't understand. It's so political. No, agreed. It's yeah, for right? sure. Agreed. I mean, yeah, people um, were literally saying I was some kind of crazy conspiracy theorist, which, well, and Steph knows this. I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I think they're all a bunch of bunkum. But the fact that I was saying, look, I think it's so political and the statistics are going to be so skewed. Um, for whatever in you know political purpose or money purpose like from what i understand hospitals were getting distributions from the government for every single covid patient so yeah, we were getting incentive yeah so the perverse well, the incentive other... is that well, you, no, Chris, I was if you're say getting paid for cogent what's that no i was going to say that's the other thing um so my wife's doing her phd now and getting a a glimpse into the PhD process um, and how, you know, in intense and how meticulous oh, goodness, the study has to be. Sorry, it's, it's kids taking their chairs down. On you the can table. handle it, Nate. It's fine. Right. But the, the, the point is that you need, you know, I don't know how many articles, I don't know how many studies, and then you have to actually go perform a study to, to have like official documentation 
to legitimately prove that X, Y, and Z has these particular effects or use these statistics. So the study's still being done because what the, it's only been three years since the, the initial shutdown. So anybody saying, oh, the research says this, the research says that, they need at least another five years to validate right. that the research is actually legit. Um, so like to your point, Chris, like it's going to take – least 15 or 20 years because after they established the first initial official full studies with good like uh, a scope and sequence of like the five years before during after then they're going to have to validate that research and people are going to have to examine it and say okay did these people go through those processes correctly you know looking at the two years before the pandemic the, the, the two to three years of the pandemic and the three years after so all of that's going to take time before we have a full picture of like not just one-sided everybody agrees because this is what the initial view of the data says but let's get a little bit further away and then look back at this and then determine if they actually did their job the right way when they performed the study so right, but the, that, like that's legit how the process works but the problem is nothing like, to do so, with stephanie the problem is is when you're looking at like that specific year 2020 2021 we were told to void that for the most part, just to pull up to to, um, to create the statistics. And when we were trying to do further analysis on it, they said just backlog it. And we like we uh, we counted it as legacy for the most part, which means it's not going to be moving on to the new system that was being updated um, because it got archived. There was no need to look at it further because they were in acknowledgement that these things were skewed, but they needed to get a number out because they were being pressured politically to have a number to provide for the public. So it's like, because it's compromised data, no one's going to be like, oh, let's go back and verify all this. It's it's not going to happen. It's just going to sit there in the back like that. And I don't know. I mean, for a while, it's kind of just like, this is kind of like, kind of messed up because it, it's like okay, so I, I mean, I've I've been in the I've been in the field for about five years now, um, and it's just like now what we're doing is looking. We're still looking at COVID, but it's like COVID's actually worse. But it's because we have um, it's because we have medicine and the, the shots and all that stuff that we can say like okay, it's just like a common code cold, cold now. But it's like it's actually worse like relative to a lot of times during the lockdown. Well, you heard there's like what the new, new, like Chinese, like pneumonia, is it from China again? Like Chinese China like, pneumonia again. strain or something like that. It's like some kind of like variant pneumonia. Everyone's like freaking out about now. That's going to be our winter disease. Anyone heard about uh, that? Yeah. They, they, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think people that. are going to go through that though. People are going to be like, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of states, you know, like Florida, I'm sure we'll be just fine. Like, you know, I think DeSantis will be like, yeah, buzz off. But I think in places like, you know, Australia, New Zealand, California, like the places that were super hardcore lockdown, like Australia's just going to be like, yeah, we'll just throw you on the camps. <laughs> so I think a lot of the world is going to be like, no, we're not doing that again. But the world that, you know, their populace allowed them to really lock them down like super hard. Um, yeah, right. they're screwed. They need to get out of there. Yeah. And mm. then the the final thing that was interesting was uh, realizing the, because um, we we had access to people's like demographics and things like that. 
the people who were actually dying from COVID were people who are very unhealthy. I think that's already well known now. It was like, if you're obese, you're at risk. Um, if you're really healthy, you're not really at risk. Like, it's not that there were, it's not that it was unlike impossible, but like the, the ratio was very skewed. People who were obese were the majority of people who were dying from COVID. Old people as well. The, what do you think about the mm -hmm. vaccine? Because that's like, you know, lots of healthy people are seemingly dropping dead. Not saying it's a vaccine, but it's probably the vaccine. Yeah, we're not we're not being asked to monitor that, so I don't know. Do you have individual? Yeah, you, you should also thoughts? be careful what you're saying online. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, True. Yeah, just think about it. Um, Isn't that why you have your like hidden profile? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they can the still track me. Government can just take his voice print, and it'd be very easy to identify him. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like. Anyway, so I was called a crazy conspiracy theorist because my whole thing was like, you're just never going to have the data available to you to even be able to process this data correctly. And it sounds like somebody who deals with the actual data is saying the same thing. So that's very interesting. At any rate, um, yeah, my car is at the uh, is at the detailer. That's very exciting. My my wife is going to be very excited. Um, and I found a guy in town. So. I wear jeans a lot for my work because I have to climb under things and stuff like that. And I'm always, you know, either at a restaurant or something along those lines, fixing things. So my tan seats in my car have gotten, like, my driver's side is now, like, kind of blue, which kind of sucks. And apparently there's a guy in Orlando that re-dyes seats, which is pretty cool. Steph, I didn't mean to give you PTSD by just Irish goodbying so often. Um, you you can come you can come talk if you want, and I I promise I won't ghost you again. Don't. I think Steph, Steph had to go. Hey, Steph. Uh, hey, we can just talk about like the problem of uh, being in heaven with libertarian free will. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get her back up here and our. Since she moved herself down, I think we have to let her back up here. I don't think she can just come back up anymore. I just sent her an invite. That's right. Got to ask permission from a man. I like that. I'm all about the patriarchy. Dippity, you're all about the patriarchy too, right? I am you know, all I about the patriarchy, but not too much on the stuff you have. My wife was talking to her sister in the Philippines, and Steph said, "Can't get like stuck a, with mods, so I'm hiding in the audience with hiding in the audience, Nate." Yeah, well, that's why I said what I said to let her know oh. I won't leave her stuck with mods. But my uh, my wife was talking to her sister in the Philippines, and she's like, "Oh yeah, my husband, you know, he he sees Nate's YouTube channel and he kind of listens to those discussions." I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> I'm like, "What once?" Like sometimes they get a, a little dicey. All right, well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I'm, I literally just hopped into a meeting. Give me a second. I'd be like five minutes. He hopped into a meeting with HR because they already found uh, out what he was saying about COVID <laughs> statistics online. I mean, you know, 
I don't know. Something about free speech is a comment I want to make. Freedom of speech isn't freedom of reach. Ugh. Loser Twitter. I'm going to trigger uh, Kyoto. Yeah, and synchronic contingency is just libertarian free will with a papist name. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see how that goes. The papiarchy. So anachronistic. Um, libertarian free will was around, was talked about in the third century. So I'm not sure that synchronic contingency would be anachronistic for laying out libertarian free will and just couching it in a bunch of scholastic terms. Um, I'll send you a paper. It's really good, but it's like 200 pages long and it talks about like the modern concept of libertarian free will in the second century AD. In the third century AD, 150 to 200. Is it the one that Semper sent you? Sounds like we're going to have to talk libertarian free will over tacos next week, Kyoto. Sounds like good fun. Oh, okay. Because, like, yeah, he's been sending that paper around because um, he's writing a paper, um, interacting with that paper right now. So it's really interesting. Anyway, I, I just, I totally killed the room by talking about Ooh. obscure academic papers about historical theology. No, no, I live for this. Go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. What else, what's, what else is new, Dippity? What's been going on in the non-Ask a Christian world on Clubhouse? I don't know. I've been hiding from it. Oh, wait. <laughs> didn't, didn't you say, like, Steph is, like, hated by everyone now and, like, stepped in all kinds of landmines? Let's talk about that. I know she's I, in the shower. I, I know. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I, I don't think I did say that. No, Chris. You I mean, didn't say I was, that. Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris. Recall. I was hearkening back to a conversation previously. There's a there's a lot of people mad at four individuals on Clubhouse right now, and Steph happens to be thrown into that mix. And my argument is that Steph is getting thrown under the bus by two of those individuals to try to deflect their own responsibility. And so it's, mm. it's going to get dicey. Who could be mad at Steph? Like Who can't be mad at Steph? Steph is an infuriating individual. Just as I am. Steph. This, is, this is who we are. Reasonable. We're yin and yang. Level-headed. Like... Oh, it's... <laughs> 
It's like that Christmas movie. What's the Christmas movie, Chris, with uh, Mr. Freeze and the Heat Miser? That's like you and yes. Steph. <laughs> What's the... Oh, what is the name of that movie? Anyone know what I'm talking about? It's, um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Ah. Uh, yeah, it's the Rankin Bass. None of this computes. It just doesn't make sense. The Rankin Bass special? No. You never Steph. saw the claymation stuff when you were a kid? Steph being the root of all evil. Oh! Well, it never says the root of all evil, just the root of much evil. (laughs) (laughs) Especially since you can't respond right now, this is the best part. Y'all are going to get it. I'm just saying. You are definitely going to get it. What? Yeah, I'm not even talking about that. There's been further discussions that, like, it's not just five people. There's, like, a good 30 people. So, I'm just saying, watch your back. You're just swimming along, doing your anti-Calvinist it's thing. It's the year, like the year without the Santa Claus is the name. The year without oh, Santa Claus. Okay. Dang. I thought it was Santa Claus was coming to town. I guess that's a different one. There's a bunch of those claimations in the 60s. There are thirty. This is seventy-four. <laughs> there are thirty Calvinists on Clubhouse. Uh, that's also the same number of Calvinists in the world. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's mainly non-Calvinists. I'm not. I'm not going to just sit up here and name names, but we'll, uh, we'll talk in the back channel. But like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people, and and uh, and what I was saying in the back channel is coming true, because a lot of it happened yesterday as well. Um, oh, and um, Sam is apologizing to Hebrew Israelites. Um, oh, for what? For what? That uh, Christianity is the white man's religion. And, Wait, uh, what? Right about that. And uh, is he going to be yeah. an Israelite now? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Sam, don't but be he, a uh, He's decided that uh, that the reason the reason for slavery and um, Christianity being the white man's religion. This is in the hallway. You can go listen to it. Um, oh, is man. that uh, Calvinists because Calvinists are the root of all evil um, Calvinists well. were the ones who perpetuated slavery and then somebody came up and was like bro like that's you're just sounding foolish because like most of the people that were famous abolitionists were also Calvinists so just a self-defeating argument was Steph calling you unwise or someone else unwise like don't say that or unwise like it's happening but also don't say that or maybe someone else entirely. Oh, about Sam? I don't know, I guess. Unless she was talking to someone know. in the comments. Man. I mean, I'm not being that horrible. Well, I mean, if it's true, it's true. I mean, he's a I mean, you listen to it. Israel. I, mean, there's a, I don't want to yeah, listen to a, it. Nah, it's fun. <laughs> Go listen to it. Go on, it's fun. It's good times. I do have to change my water filter today, so maybe I'll... Have some time. Do you have, do you have like a do you have like soft water? Do you have like a rain uh, or whatever? No, this is uh, no. It's it's just a general filter, like a water purifier filter, like one of the ones that like hooks up out in my garage. So it's like a whole home filter, but it's not soft water. I really like that. I didn't like soft water at first because it was freaky how slippery it was, but then I really liked it. But 
they're expensive and I can't afford it. <laughs> so like, wait, so what, okay. Is all water hard water and then soft water is just treated water? I've never understood this. No, like I've soft water. Like i where it had soft water and it was weird. Yeah, so like, so like the reason it's slippery is because it's the utter lack of any minerals like whatsoever. Like 99.9% .9 of minerals are taken out of the water. So like, you know, different places will have different levels of hard water. And that's where you get like, if it's really hard water, you'll get like that really hard silt grind, kind of like white chalky looking stuff. Like all, all that different stuff. Um, sometimes you'll get like, you know, the like pink kind of stuff around it from like different bacterias. But anyway, so like different waters will have different levels of crap in them. Minerals, bacteria, stuff like that. Um, anyway, so a water filter, typically a water filter is just, uh, to get rid of, you know, bad chemicals and toxins and stuff like that, but it doesn't take, it, it still leaves the, like, you know, what's considered good or beneficial or non-harmful minerals in there. Um, so your water is pure and you're not going to get harmed. You're going to get rid of a lot of the toxins, but you can still have hard water with that. So soft water, um, strips all the minerals out of the water so it's basically like h2o and like the purest form you're going to get so that's why there's nothing to cause viscosity on your skin so it feels like you're you're just covered in soap and you can never get the soap off when in fact you're actually cleaner um, than you've ever been that's your lesson for today did i put you to sleep in the water lecture no, I was using water. I was washing my hands because I was about to make more soda stream. Do you have an addiction? I do. Um, yeah, D dude, like, you know, the, like the LaCroix and the Bubblies and like all that stuff. We were buying like cases of that stuff. And my son would go through, I don't know, five, six of those things, you know, after school, just between after school and bed, you know, you just suck them down. So finally, I got tired of paying for all the cans and also having my recycle being full, like, halfway through the week, because there's just, like, a stupid amount of cans in it. And so we uh, got a soda stream. Anyway, yeah, soda stream's great. And it's made in Israel. So if you buy a lot of soda stream, you're supporting the IDF. Which is great. Man, I didn't realize soda stream would kill the room. Jeez. You you have Tough a get crowd up. today, man. <laughs> Tough crowd today. <laughs> What's the deal with Israel and Palestine? What's a Palestine? Oh gosh, they need to do epic rap, rap battles. You ever watch those of like Israel and Palestine? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> they have an Israel Palestine rap battle because I might be interested in that. No, I'm saying they should. You know what epic rap battles is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they should do one for Israel and Palestine. Dude, talk about getting so much hate. They would get firebombed on day one. I bombed your house. Um, yeah. Hey, Fury. Oh man, Fury's got his witch hunter going. What's up, What's up fellow heathens? <laughs> 
dude, I haven't have talked to you to forever. How are you doing today? What? I'm fine. I have not, Father Fury. Forgive me for <laughs> I have sinned. I have not been a proper papist for 35 years. You know, it's not necessarily a bad idea to ask the Lord directly every once in a while. Just saying. I mean, if he just would have, like, you know, written it in a book or something so we didn't have to use human wisdom, if there's just, like, a book somewhere that says, like, you know, we have one mediator, and that's Jesus, and to pray directly to Jesus, if, I mean, if that was just in a book somewhere, um, that would be a lot more convincing. Oh, yeah. I'll give the pro-Israel case, Kyoto, and it's basically Israel is the only pro-American um, non-Muslim, non-scumbag country in the Middle East, and we should support them because it's in American interest, and it has nothing to do with any type of spiritual or, um, you know, any kind of uh, biblical prophecy thing or anything like that. I just think that Israel should be supported because they're an American ally. Hey, Chris, can I just... Just curious, out of curiosity, right? Because this is something I, I'm not necessarily tied to one way or the other on this, to be honest with you. Um, but I have looked into the politics of the region. It seems to me that the most important ally to the United States in the Middle East is the United Arab Emirates. <laughs> I mean, if we're going by, like, you know, on the books and everything, uh, and, and what really pushes the needle when it comes to power in the region, yada, yada. Um, what, what's your take on that? I mean, without getting into a whole thing, um, I simply don't trust Muslim countries. I think that the basis of their religion makes them untrustworthy. They are allowed to lie to unbelievers. Um, I see no reason to think that any Arab country that is controlled by Islamists would be in any way a proper ally that we could trust. I mean, there's a reason that the Marines were founded and uh, their founding song is about invading Tripoli because, you know, they were taking out the Barbary pirates, you know? So, I mean, I just, I, there is not a, there's not a person who is going to convince me that anyone who is convinced of Islam is going to be in any way trustworthy to either do business with or to uh, trust in any way, shape or form. What about America? I want to ask about that. Is my audio giving feedback? Yeah, go ahead and mute. uh, Votius. Um, I want to ask about that because I feel like when I talk to or when I hear people or read stuff from people talk about the issue, they're either like really strongly on one side. And when they're when they are strong on one side, they seem to only talk about like the bad stuff that the other side does. Like, oh, look at this evil thing that Hamas did. But then like the pro-Palestine people are like, well, look at this evil thing that Israel did. And they don't really ever address the evil stuff that they do or what they think should be done or like even really acknowledge that it exists usually. So like, what's the what's the deal with that? Like, is- Because the evil things that, that Israel do are in question, but the, the things that Hamas do aren't in question. They're definitely evil. They're in question. Well, well, I mean, look, so it depends on what news sources you're reading and things like that, right? So 
in the modern American system, the reason that there's so much support for quote unquote Palestine, even though that's not a real thing, is because of the leftist um, oppressor oppressed narrative. Um, because the oppressor oppressed narrative has played out over a generation and a half of college students. Um, <clears throat> they're just hopping that on is the trend. They're just hopping on the trend, and that's that's what you're going to see. Now, in terms of you know what propaganda is going on and what is true and what isn't, um, we know that the Islamists make propaganda regularly. Um, they've been caught doing dozens of war crimes. They are the ones who are advocating for genocide. Uh, Israel is not performing any kind of genocide, um, and yet there, there's just not equal equivalency between the two news sources. One, you can also listen to a, the Muslims on this app. Right, that's another good point. You can go to a Muslim room, and they're going to talk about like from the river to the sea, like they want to genocide all the Jews. I mean, there's just not there's not any question what the Muslim response to the existence of Jews and Christians is. Um, it is simply wholesale genocide at any cost. Mm. And you've got 2.3 million people living right next to Israel whose entire existence is not for living a human life or thriving or having any kind of flourishing. It is only to murder Jews. That is their only reason for living. Yeah. I get that. That sounds like it. Like, like that really sounds like it sucks. That sounds horrible. But it's like, I've also seen things where Israel is like bombing Christian hospitals and like is Israel, uh, their like officers are like being violent towards, towards Christians and, and even like. Right. None of that is true. Like, literally none of that is true. If you look deeper into it, um, what you're going to find is that it's all made up. Like, like, yeah, like so, but I've seen videos. The, 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 the yeah, hospital situation, they had, they had the footage of Hamas's own rocket bombing the hospital. Like, that wasn't, like, that got refuted, but no one talked about how it got refuted. Right. And there are no Christian hospitals in Gaza. Let's, like, let's be real clear. Like, they execute Christians in Gaza. Like, this idea that there's Christians, like thousands and thousands of Christians running around in Gaza is just not true. Like you can like Kyoto, like just just search it up right now. Like it was their own